and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking news and reviews. Of entertainment. Of entertainment. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. <laughs> I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt, Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend, I, I feel guess. like every single time I start that, I get, I just massively question myself. Because. You should. You should. Constantly. I should always question myself. Everything I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do. That's for sure. Matt. Preston. Hell's been going on lately. Some stuff. Some stu- stuff. Stuff's some been, stuff and things. Stuff and things have been going on. We got yeah. some We got some trailers. Got some trailers. You want to start with the big trailer? Let's start with the big trailer and my hot take. Batman! Batman! What's your the hot Batman. take? Uh, it has made me exci- more excited for the movie, you know, as it is, because it sure. shows a lot of stuff. Uh, not a good trailer. It's, okay. Yeah. I, I, I've talked to several people about this, and they always kind of, like, pull back a little bit when I say that, because mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to hear that, like... You know, it made me excited for the movie, but it's not a good trailer. And then I always kind of, like, convince them a little bit. Okay. Convince me. It, I'm on your side, but convince so, okay. me anyway. So, the teaser we got initially is basically, like, this is what the theme of the movie is. It's something, it's mm-hmm. centered around something, which is the theme. And I feel like every good trailer, we intended to have an episode about this. We should do, like, yeah, maybe that'd be an easy, early series of episodes to do for the content stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, what a good trailer needs to do is it needs to be centered around something whether it be a theme or a person like kind Mm -hmm. of about what they are in the movie Mm -hmm. or even the kickoff event like it's basically like you get the first 20 minutes of the movie explained to you because Mm -hmm. the movie is going to be what follows like something like that and this was just seemed like a highlight reel montage of just a bunch of shit that happens in the movie with no real cohesion. It was chaotic. Yep. And I, I, at the end of it, I was like, there's a lot of cool clips. That's it. That's it. That's all that was. It was yeah. just a little clip show. And I'm excited for the movie because mm-hmm. it had a lot of really cool clips and like characters. And we actually got to see a little bit more of all the characters and hear their voices and stuff. Okay. Um, but it's just, you know, it's not something I'm going to go and... Well, to me a good trailer needs to feel like a short film and okay. and i don't know if that's exactly something i want to stand by i'm not probably not i'm gonna to hold do. you to it forever oh great <laughs> uh, it's gonna be one of those things that someone tells me hey you said this about year a year ago and i'm like i do not stand by that in the slightest yeah you're gonna be running for president and someone's gonna <laughs> dig that dig this podcast up and dig that up and yep, hold that against you my, and it's gonna crush your campaign it's gonna be my james gunn tweet yep because uh, that's the worst thing you've ever said on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like the Dune trailer, the first Dune trailer was just like absolutely jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. The Batman teaser was absolutely jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. Like, and like those are things that I will go back and watch repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But this one have not had an interest to go back and watch again just because it like, okay. it's basically just a, the purpose it served to me was, hey, the movie is coming. Yeah. That's all I got from it. Okay. Um. Except for, you know, exciting, like, clips. Sure. So, that's that's my hot take. Not a great trailer. Still excited. Okay, I'm going to stir up some controversy. I think it was a great trailer. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think it was a very unique trailer um, for okay. exactly the point you mentioned. Uh, I agree with you. It is a lot of just clips. Interesting little moments and fragments and uh, just cool stuff. Yep. Very chaotic. We have no idea what the story for this movie is going to be. Right. Riddler's going to be in it, and he's probably going to tell some riddles. I mm, I disagree. I think we kind of get the idea of what the story is going to be from 
the first one from the teaser. Okay. I think it's literally going to be Riddler's on a crime spree trying to make a message mm-hmm. and Batman's going to like, it, I, I don't think that there's going to be much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be like the girth of the movie is going to be the theme okay. and the struggle internally for what Batman is. I mean, that's what Batman ego is. Okay. It's basically that internal struggle. Okay. So I think like we kind of got it. And this one is just like, yeah, these are the action sequences. They're going to like, fill that plot in Mm -hmm. all right but riddle me this (laughs) 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 isn't it nice having a trailer that doesn't explain the whole movie to you Uh, yeah yeah but dune doesn't do that first one didn't second one did well i mean that's just what happens though yeah isn't it nice having a trailer that actually doesn't do that for once just says although to be here generic hype level the first dune trailer this is the first batman trailer though right and the second batman trailer probably will explain the entire plot i'm sure so i mean we're not at that explain the plot uh, trailer yet yeah that's happened with like every movie i think we just get like a hype trailer and then Mm -hmm. we get the plot trailer i always thought we get a hype teaser and then we get an explain the trailer plot because that first trailer is really more of the the thing they call the teaser now was the first dune trailer that first dune trailer was a trailer wasn't it it might have been it's all stupid semantics I don't yeah think, no one knows anything we will have this debate <laughs> we will hash it out we will find the objective truth <laughs> of what these words mean oh god it's just it's so chaos I, I i remember when a teaser was like five seconds long remember the batman begins teaser no i don't remember the batman i don't begins remember teaser. it but have you seen it it's just like the you hear like a couple words and then it's just a flash up to the Batman silhouette. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the teaser. That's a teaser. Yep. Not what we got for Batman. The or, first trailer or, was or, a trailer. Or uh, Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas drumming on their legs and going, <laughs> ants, 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 <laughs> that That's a teaser. It's a perfect teaser. <laughs> If you haven't seen that, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look up Ant-Man teaser. It's Ant-Man 2. Oh, Ant-Man 2? Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Moving on. Batman. Anything left? Batman. I mean, I I see what you're saying. Yep. So, I guess it's, you know, we can't just, I can't just say like it's a bad trailer. I didn't like the trailer. Okay. But I'm still excited for the, it still made me excited for the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I didn't like the trailer because it was chaotic and I don't know what's going on, but it got me more hyped for the movie. So I feel like it's an effective trailer. It did its job. Okay. It just it didn't give me the satisfaction of giving something to latch onto. Right. Which is kind of what it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to get me excited without necessarily revealing all its secrets. I mean, you can still I, I feel like the chaotic nature of this trailer and not revealing all your secrets are not entwined like yes it did both Mm -hmm. it was chaotic and it was not revealing Mm -hmm. but you can make it not revealing while still having it be a more intriguing trailer i don't know if that's true i have no examples to back it up so i'm immediately stepping down from this stance okay (laughs) (laughs) um and also just how awesome is that last little bit? 
what happened in the last little bit? Uh, Penguin sets off. They're in the car chase, and Penguin sets off the explosion, and he's like, "Ah, I got you! I got you!" And I love that delivery, by the way. Just ah, really, really good. And then the you know exactly what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, but it's still beautiful. (laughs) Car bursts through the flames, and the the Batman theme comes up. Yep. Um, which I had no idea why they cast Colin Farrell in this role, where they had to make him look like some completely made up actor or probably some lesser known actor other than the name but that look of sheer terror in his eyes when he looks over <laughs> his shoulder that's something only colin farrell could, could have pulled off like yep, that. that's only someone who's been through multiple yorgos lanthimos movies can pull off <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say multiple fantastic beasts movies oh that's wait he too. was only in the first one though. <laughs> boy he is perfecting fear by just <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy <laughs> um yeah so that's happening yeah it's happening that's uh that is less than six months away that was a weird gasp. That was the like the weird little gasp noise that happens like ten seconds into the teaser. You know, it's the duct tape, duct tape, and then it's. <sighs> that was weirdly accurate. You had like the pitches and everything. I was weird. I don't <laughs> like that. Next thing. Next thing. <laughs> uh, we got another trailer for The Witcher season two. Witcher two. Witcher two. Uh, well, I guess Witcher season two. Not really Witcher two. Mm, yeah, not really. <sighs> So, so, what I gleaned from that in my one watch through, mm-hmm. we're going to get many much more monsters. Of course. The old, good old triple M. Many much more monsters. Many much triple. more. Mo- four. Four. Four M's. We get the old four M. Wow. Miraculous. better. <laughs> many much more monsters. I'm excited. You've got like that tree thing. You got the. the swamp thing crossover. Swamp thing swamp crossover. Uh. I mean that I'm excited for that. Like that's yeah. that's, the, that's cool. what the Witcher is. It's a dude that fights monsters. You got to do more of yeah, that. Yeah, just these cool <laughs> monsters. <laughs> uh, we get that. We get good old uh, J- Yaskir. Yes. Yaskir. Yaskir. I was. Do we know he was coming back? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for him. I just love him. He's, he's fun. He's so much fun. <laughs> uh, the thing I'm concerned about. Okay. Oh, before I get into that. Uh, seeing, uh, Geralt in full armor, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the full, like, plate, the pauldrons, everything. That was yep. cool. Um, so they're going back to, um, I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the place. It's where, it's where they train witchers. It's the witcher's mm-hmm. little thing. Sure. Um, was it... it the person talking was that a person who was like the queen of the empire or was that a person who was a witcher talking about getting more witchers couldn't piece that together uh i think she was the uh the magician that went bad at the end of season one and uh helped out the evil people when they did the whole invasion thing yes i gotta go back and watch that again Anyway, the, anyway. Thing, the thing that I'm concerned about is with him going back to getting other witchers, what I think they're going to run into inevitably, we've talked about this before on an episode, um, is we're going to see a bunch of people that are equally as good as him, or mm-hmm. maybe just a little not as good, but then there's going to be moments where like what their power is supposed to be isn't really matching up with what they're doing at the moment. Right. Like, it's just, they're going to get killed by somebody who is not as good as Geralt and they should be as good as Geralt. So like they right. shouldn't have died by that. Something like that. I feel like that's inevitable. Um, 
yep. with something like this. I'm a little concerned about that. Sure. I am excited that they are going to uh, explore more of the backstory of The Witcher. Yep. You kind of have to do that in the second part of anything. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of like history to it. Almost everything does that. The The second part of Dune, I hear, is actually just going to be um, Oscar Isaac. Uh, it's going to be a flashback, and he's going to be reading the family history to a to a young Paul. <laughs> Good <laughs> for three hours. That's exactly what that what that is going to do. I'd still watch that just oh, yeah. to hear Oscar Isaac's soothing voice speaking. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. No, but I'm I'm excited for Witcher two. I I liked Witcher one a lot. Mm-hmm. Watch the first season of Witcher a lot. Um, so I mean, it's just right. going to be a, a fun fun little thing to, to to binge through. Sure. Yeah. That's uh. It's about where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, I liked the first season. I've never been super invested in the property. I haven't played the games or read the books. Um, first season, I thought, well, this is this is goofy, but it's kind of all over the place, and it doesn't seem like there's much of a consistent mythology. And I told that to some people, and they got really mad at me. <laughs> and they're like, "No, it's so complicated. You got to read the books." And I was like, "Shouldn't have to okay. read the books. Shouldn't have to read the books." Also, I've been on the other side of that discussion, so I, I respect your views yeah. there. Um, but just it was all over the place and i had no idea what the rules are and it just it was kind of a mess yeah um and so i'm i'm liking that it looks like the direction they're taking with this one is they're getting a little more coherent and they're thinking about what are the rules of engagement how how is everything set up here yeah uh it's uh i can't imagine there being a franchise that has many uh many movies that don't really have a coherent rule set for how the magic works Oh, cough harry potter <laughs> like that very nice disguising of saying it mm-hmm. oh my god i like anytime someone ever brings up like oh like and, and i know you're not like trying to attack it like mm-hmm. I, I agree the mm-hmm. first season of witcher like if you don't know how the stuff works mm-hmm. can totally seem lost yeah um but harry potter's like can you do you need a wand maybe like and and just all of the other things like oh if this is a thing that could have been done why is it it always being done yeah what is expelliarmus (laughs) (laughs) is it just like the the Uh, it's actually latin for plot device (laughs) what is it latin for (laughs) expel expel uh, it's like just just go away go away yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh uh yeah i'm excited for it December 17th. Yeah. yeah. Got that to look forward to. Yep. What else? Uh, we got a Lightyear teaser. The Lightyear the, teaser. The uh, Toy Story sort of prequel. Yeah. It's the story of the actual astronaut that the Buzz Lightyear toys are based on, as voiced by Chris Evans. Yes. And played by me. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it. Uh, yeah. Our friend Carter, who's been on episodes, pointed out that like Buzz Lightyear looks kind of like me. But if I had five times the chin and jaw. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, does also, that need to happen? Is it a Pixar? Yeah. Does that need to happen? No. It's gonna happen. You think it's gonna be any good? Yeah. You? Yeah. At, at this point, I mean, Pixar's had their fair share of missteps at this point. But at this point, the safe bet is still, it's Pixar. It's gonna yeah, be good. Yeah, that's true. What do you think it's gonna be, a, like, what do you think his thing is gonna be? Is it, like, is he a future? Because it's, like... The Buzz Lightyear toy mm-hmm. is based on a real guy, which means it can't be future because Toy Story is set in like present day. Yeah. Which means it had to be past. 
Is it like what's what's it gonna be? Is it gonna just like break canon? I don't know. Um, Is it just gonna be a pilot that like maybe the first guy that went to space, <laughs> like Neil Armstrong, didn't happen in this? Mm-hmm. What if it's? I'm sure it's not the case, but this would be cool. Um, what if it's a movie that was made within the Toy Story universe? So this is the mo- movie that was based like a fictionalized version of the actual guy's life, but the movie is in the Toy Story universe. So and then the, the toys Light, are the, the and toy the toy is based on a movie yeah. about a guy who is it's, it's based like, on an actual guy. Yeah. In oh my god, <laughs> I don't think they're not going to do, do that. They're not going to do that because it'd be cool. It work. Their audience is like somewhat like younger ish their audience is seven-year-olds yeah so like that's gonna go way over well i mean not really though because it's a toy story thing and toy story is the one that aged with their art with their audience yeah and so their audience is technically kind of maybe us or older than us yeah and so maybe it's like a maybe it's pixar's first super gritty because they've been pg-13 they've done some like pretty adult jokes with soul Mm -hmm. maybe this is like the maybe it's pixar's kind of going like tandem where they've got like their Mm-hmm. cheesy kid ones and then they've got like this other thing that's just like for adults maybe it's uh, this Pixar, is the next one black label yeah like <laughs> it's like a pg-13 one that's just like a little bit grittier yeah i mean honestly that's not a bad idea you what capitalize if- on your existing market and give them something that they're gonna feel okay about yeah i want to see buzz lightyear doing the scene where like it, it does it so many times where it's just the cameras facing up at them punching a guy that they're sitting on top of and like too much and you start hearing the blood squelch and it's like splatting mm-hmm. i want that scene <laughs> with buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then you know the horror like the horrified like oh my god what have i done thing mm-hmm. and then he goes into space yeah he uh he beats the snot out of a rodeo cowboy um <laughs> and uh he's so traumatized that he goes into space yeah that's That's, it that's how that works that's what the movie's gonna gonna be yeah cool yeah i don't know i mean they don't give a lot away there's aliens apparently yeah might be zerg maybe yeah there's a big purple elevator next next uh dune 2 it's happening dune 2 is happening (gasps) dune 2 yes i've talked to so many people about dune 1 um and the general consensus that's actually interesting so mm-hmm. kaylin's dad i talked to him about this uh should we save this part for the what you've been up to yes okay let's talk about just as strictly as a news item uh dune 2 yeah dune 2 is the second part it of is officially dune. happening i didn't realize this but apparently it was legendary that actually had to be the ones to make the call really yeah because I read an article uh, Monday morning. For context, this movie was produced by Warner Brothers, Legendary, and New Line. And Warner and New Line are the ones that made Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Legendary has made a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read an article Monday morning uh, that was like, so why hasn't Dune 2 been confirmed yet? Um, just because apparently Legendary had to be the ones with the final sign sent off. And then. Does Legendary have many flops? i feel like they do i feel like i've seen legendary in front of far too many bad movies yeah like it because they uh, i i feel like it's new line and legendary that are too often paired with like they they co-produce with warner Mm -hmm. are they responsible for like the 
Fantastic Beasts. It wouldn't shock me. Uh, let's see. They did Warcraft. They did the the Godzilla movies. The new ones. Yeah. Um, Pacific Rim. That's fine. Um. Yeah, there's a couple bad ones in here, but Jack the Giant Slayer. They did that. What a great movie that was. Skyscraper. That's the one with like that's uh Dwayne Johnson jumping from a crane to a skyscraper. That's like the only scene in that movie, isn't it? Yeah. It's just that's that, that, it's that shot. scene. Yeah, yeah, just excruciatingly slow motion. <laughs> um Okay, so they probably had like flops. And also a few of those other things, like the those are pretty high lore non like like the high lore fiction universes that like are tough to sell. Mm-hmm. I bet they were just like they've been burned a little bit and they're like they were the ones resistant because like then you got new line and warner that's like we did lord of the rings we can do this yeah <laughs> and then so i bet yeah that, that makes sense why legendary was the seems plausible i yeah i didn't read the article super carefully but i was under the impression that it was something to do with um it wasn't just that all the production companies had to agree it was that legendary had more control stake. over the rights in gotcha. some way or something it might be just just as simple as that legendary had the rights right and they collaborated with the other studios but yep it's officially happening uh we're looking at an october 2023 release date okay that is Uh, too far but it's fine well i mean they still got (laughs) a lot of ramp up to do yeah yeah it's basically written and it helps that they've already done a lot of the casting and have a lot of the sets and effects at least sort of planned out everyone's kind of in place um director denis villeneuve gave a interview with the hollywood reporter this week where he kind of talked about is it's a good interview um where he talks about the process on dune one and he talks about what he's looking at for dune two um he says he's going to try to uh ramp up filming uh aiming for the end of next year okay um and then i expect it'll be a reasonably that lengthy 10 shoot months for post-production but should be enough time yeah. for them to get oh, everything no. put together. 10 months is a good amount of time yeah so i yeah, I, I I think everything's in place. Um, Which the second half of Dune is probably not going to be too hard to film because it's similar locations. Mm-hmm. Effects are for the most part going to be like the sandworm. Yeah. Uh, and then the ending is probably going to be a little bit effects heavy. Sure. Yeah. And they'll blow that out a little more exciting yeah. and bigger than the book. Yeah. Where it's like six pages and then <laughs> yeah. some monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> um So he, he's he, Am I right to know that this is this was is, is intended to be a trilogy? They're gonna do children? Uh Denis Villeneuve in that same interview uh said that he has some ideas percolating for part three, which okay. would cover Dune Messiah. Dune Messiah Oh, Dune Messiah is the second one. Messiah children is second, Dune children's Dune. third. Um, get a whole Duneverse going on here. That's because Dune Messiah still follows. I'm not gonna spoil things. Okay. I'm excited. Dune two. Dune two. Tune. 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 Ready for tune. Yep. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, let's see. Uh, Brendan Fraser has been cast to play the unspecified villain in the Batgirl movie. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hang was... on, I'm running through multiple of her villains. Okay, so the first one right off the bat, like kind of one of the bit off the bat girl, uh 
One of her best, arguably, is James Gordon Jr., who you know of because yeah. of Red Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That is her little brother, who is a psychopathic murderer, mm-hmm. uh, and also is, you know, the son of James Gordon. Right. Um, Brendan Fraser's pretty old. Yeah, and he kind of looks old. what if they just really decide to, like, lean into, like, this kind of Elseworlds thing-ish, and they just make it, like, an older Batgirl, who's, like been at it for like 30 years and that's her brother and like the, that would be crazy fun <laughs> to get like an older Batgirl because we don't we've never had that yeah ever even in comics someone that's would like... make someone would make a crazy bat lady joke <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, to, like Batman's dead yeah. because she's older and he's like way older yeah sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that would be crazy mm-hmm. super not gonna happen no uh I mean, he, she's got several other villains that I'm like. I mean, there's Birds of Prey villains that she's sure. parts of Birds of Prey. Um, what if he's Black Mask? What if they just do Black Mask again? <laughs> Completely different car- actor. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Uh, I have no speculation on it because I'm drawing a blank on a lot of her villains. Like I, because mm-hmm. basically what happened is like when I was running through villains in my head. I was running through what I've read, and so I could place the face and, like, what they look like, but right. not their names. <laughs> so I am not about to spend the time going, oh, well, there's that one guy that cut that one kid's leg off, and then he did, like, this thing. Like, I can't yeah. do that. So uh, I'll have speculation later. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll look into it and see if I can come up with some theory that we can elaborate on next time there's Batgirl news. Sounds good. Great. Cool. Um, not got- Joss Whedon still, right? No, it's uh the director is uh Bilal Fala, who I had, unfamiliar with that I name. had not heard of until this evening. All right. Cool. Um I guess speaking of the Batman trailer and Batgirl, uh there's some other stuff out of DC Fandom. Yep, that's true. DC Fandom did happen. We got a flash bits of things. Yeah, a a flash of the flash. A flash of oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, oh no, now that that's really happening, I'm going to keep saying it. You know what, I'm just going to say the Barry Allen movie. Do the whole Carol Danvers thing where I just avoid saying the name of the movie. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bear my Allens. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so it's, you know, definitely Flashpoint. Uh, I mean, they've confirmed it multiple times mm-hmm. and we know that that's Flashpoint, but it's basically just like, yeah, look, Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And we're like, alright. Cool. Um, yeah, not not a whole lot to it. Not yep. a single villain shot. It's basically just like the shot of a house and the shot of like the lightning mm-hmm. and the shot of him walking or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we see his mom, but it's basically just like, look, it's his mom's house where he goes and saves his mom to make the flashpoint. I think we do see his mom. Oh, do we? Yeah. I saw it once. I did not see it again. Yep. I'm doing really bad at like watching trailers. Mm-hmm. But, we see uh, Michael Keaton a little bit. We don't see him. We see the back of him. We see right? the back of we him. See the back of him, which is which is the thing that mm-hmm. is the thing that happens. Is he? Because it's Flashpoint, so they're trying to do like all like the freaking Spider-Man movie is. Yeah. Uh, they're not making him Thomas Wayne. Is he? Are they? Are they making him Bruce? I don't Wayne? know. Because I feel like he'd be a good Thomas Wayne at this point. Like he's he's old yeah. enough that like that's what he'd be doing. But that's uh that's a little bit risky to do that. To mm-hmm. take an actor who played Batman, Bruce Wayne, and then put him as a different version of Batman and try to, like, get people on board. I mean, it's also someone that hasn't been Batman for, like, 
One, two, three, three four, five Batman actors at that point. Yeah. But he's also one of the most iconic Batman. It's true. But iconic matters to people like you and me. It doesn't matter to people who That's true. aren't super into the comic book movie scene. That's true. I bet I could tell almost every single person in our friend group about like that Michael Keaton is playing Batman and three of them will go, oh, again? And then <laughs> no, no yeah. one else will. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we got a very little look at Black Adam. Yeah, I mean, it's continue. It's the same thing as it is all the time. Like, it's not. It's like all like CGI, like animated stuff, isn't it? We got an actual clip. An actual clip? Yeah. He emerges. Zap some people. Oh, yeah. It's a person who's like, hey, magic is like a cool thing. And they're like touching stuff on the ground. Mm -hmm. Vague, ambiguous magic runes that are covered by dust. And when you touch them, they light up. Yep. And that what happens? Yeah. And then Black Adam pops out and kills them all. Yep. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. I'll watch that movie. Black Adam pops out and kills them all. Yeah. That'd be cool. I dig it. That was mostly it for DC fandom stuff. I feel like there was another thing that happened. Um, oh, there was a Peacemaker oh, teaser yeah. trailer kind of thing. That looks... All right. Looks fun, kind of wacky, and yeah. I'll probably eventually get around to it and forget it existed. I think John Cena's finally going to uh, gonna um, have something to do. Yeah. Just like shooting around, doing a whole bunch of different movies that aren't really like landing or anything. This will give him like a, a mm. solid like thing that he is mm-hmm. he is Peacemaker. We can finally see him. I was going to say it was very strange because I didn't see him at all in the trailer, but I think I think I your version you the of the joke. joke was better. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yep. Anything else? Um, We should probably talk about the Rust shooting. Yeah. I have been watching a little bit about that. Um, What do you want to say about it? Um, Well, let's, so, let's give a little bit of context. Yeah. So for people who are not aware, um, there's this lower budget Western movie called Rust filming in New Mexico. Um, and on set uh, about a week and a half ago, I think, um, a prop gun was a live round was fired out of a prop gun and killed the cinematographer, Holina Hutchins, and um, injured the director, Joel Souza. Um, Alec Baldwin was the guy who actually fired the gun. Um, at this point, it seems pretty clear that he was the chain of custody had told him that there were no yep. rounds in the gun at all. Yep. Um, and he was uh, practicing a, a quick draw maneuver or something. Right. Um, and we still don't know exactly what the whole story is. Yeah. Um, but there's um, a lot going on there. From what I've seen and from what I know, actually, uh, Andy has worked on sets with uh, a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, I've learned quite a bit from him. I'm glad you talked to him about it. I didn't talk to him about this one specifically, okay. but I, I've talked to him like about this other about stuff before. Uh, basically, there is a person who's responsible. There's a gun wrangler, gun handler, armorer, armorer. They're different names. There's different names. The cinematographer and DP is the same thing. Yeah. Billion different names for each one. Uh, who is responsible. Who's the, basically, they're the only person besides the actor when shooting the actual, like, when actually mm-hmm. live shooting. Uh, they're the only ones allowed to touch the gun. Right. Um, and I believe I heard that the armorer, like, the gun was away was mm-hmm. stowed correctly the armor was not uh, not around and then 
an assist an ad and assistant director mm-hmm. told alec to go get the gun and that it was it had blanks in it mm-hmm. and that's where that like I, the ad was in absolutely no right to do that that is right they are that is not they're not authorized to do that yep uh so they're at fault the like alec should have known better he's partially at fault he should have mm-hmm. known to not take the gun without the armors he's been in hollywood for how long long time a long time he should know better he's yep. been on things with guns yeah um he should know better um the uh i don't really know if i can blame the armor because they no. didn't she do anything <laughs> yeah she came out she came out with a statement where she was she said yeah the the last i had custody of the gun it had been properly locked away in the proper place there have never been any live rounds on the set there should not have been any live there rounds should on the, not be live rounds. there should not be live rounds anywhere near a movie set yeah and <laughs> honestly like i didn't know it was a live round until you just said it mm-hmm. because like i i mean andy's been on a set where a gun with a blank got fired off and still injured somebody because blanks aren't just smoke they yeah. are still gunpowder yeah they still explode they still explode and yeah. can still hurt people and there so there was someone that was killed by a blank once yeah. he was goofing around and put it to his head and Ugh. shot it and it fractured his skull idiot yeah which that's your own fault at that point yeah. but uh but no, like, this was an actual so live I round it, yeah i thought it was a uh, i was even like impressed I was like here like because it was one round that did mm-hmm. the injure and the kill right yeah yeah, so I was like, oh, wow, one blank round. Like, how did that happen? But now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. There should not have been live rounds. Yeah. Where did the live rounds come from? This did she was... say that? No. That was still she, she, she says that, as far as she knows, there was no reason for there to be a live round anywhere near that gun. Um, she has no idea where it's coming from. She also mentioned, and this has come out from some other crew members on the set, that this was not a um, safety-conscious production. Yeah, well, um, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, on some level, what productions are, but uh, this oh, yeah. one... yeah, I mean, keep going. This production in particular, there's a lot of uh, overworked people, a lot of safety procedures that are kind of left by the wayside. The armorer herself was having to do two different jobs mm-hmm. on set, which is... <laughs> Not good. Not the person you want to be distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There were safety meetings that were canceled um, and safety checks that were not properly carried out. Um, Apparently, there were incidents with blanks being fired uh, earlier in the production Mm. um, and other safety concerns, injuries or near accidents. Um, Just a bad situation all around. But where did the live round come from? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's where did live round come from? I and honestly, like I, the the question I have, I don't know who would stock the prop if that's something that's an arts department that is responsible for delivering the gun. I don't think it is. I feel like it's not because mm-hmm. the armor is like in my brain. I'm probably way wrong. I would like Andy to to uh, to talk more to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, an armor is similar to a cam up where the weapons belong to them and they're the only, they're the ones who bring the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if the armor, like, yeah, that's like, where did the, if there's no middleman between the armorer's house and there, mm-hmm. like where did the live round come from? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're probably going to find out relatively soon. And it's probably some person who was like, Hey, I want like, watch it be like the director that they were like, I want this to be real. Use this bullet. 
Mm-hmm. Like, or something i don't know i'm not blaming the director for this I we'll guess. we'll find out there's a yeah. a lot of plausible explanations which leave someone the bad guy in yeah. all scenarios and this is uh this comes at a uh, at boy of a time in the film industry yep. there are strikes and unions like just like there's so uh, strikes and unions two words <laughs> unions are striking there's just so much like that everyone's overworked yep. hours are bad yep. like everything's it is a hot mess in hollywood right now mm-hmm. and particularly centered around health and safety yeah and so this is just like that's why like th- th- this is bad it's a tragedy somebody died like the mistakes were yes. made but like this is like a big thing to give like unions so much more yeah like this happened. <laughs> yeah. And so. it's, we should point out that it's really rare for something like this to yes. happen. Um, the only other case that's even like similar at all was Brandon Lee's death on the set of the crow. Hmm. Um, I don't actually remember if that was a live round or again, just a blank accident. Um, defective blank ammunition. Defective blank. What does that mean? Let me uh, read this Washington Post story really quick. The entire thing? Yep. Uh, So it was a regular blank, but there was a tip of an actual bullet that had lodged in the muzzle of the gun. Oh. In Brandon Lee's death. So when the blank was fired, it projected that out and that hit him and he later died of his injuries. Oh. Um, I also did a little more reading in the brief interim there on um, the actual situation that kind of chain of custody in the rust shooting um and the armor handed the gun to the assistant director who's okay. supposed to be in charge of safety on the set right um she apparently did not fully check it ahead of time because okay. she had no reason to believe there were live rounds in it but also she should have she checked should have. Yep. also the first assistant director should have also checked yeah it's also his responsibility to have checked okay. um, and then he provided the gun to alec baldwin for what at that point according to all information that alec has should be a gun to safely handle right okay so that's i misunderstood what happened mm-hmm. i at least had that the first ad was involved yep <laughs> i was close which proves that i did in fact read a thing about it i just misinterpreted a vast majority of what happened <laughs> great <laughs> yeah oh, well. so shit happens yeah well um We'll see if there's something more nefarious behind the scenes or if it is truly just, as a lot of tragedies are, a whole bunch of whole bunch stupid of decisions and bad luck kind of yep. compounding on each other. Yep. Um, either way, horrifying situation, but we'll yeah. we'll keep an eye on it as it unravels. Yep. Anything else or are we ending on a real downer? Let's end on a real downer Awesome. Today. Love it. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, other podcast places, but not SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud! Not SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us sort of on social media, on uh, Facebook and Instagram, at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, Twitter, by the same handle, at Just Us Losers Pod. Um, I showed my mom your uh, Photoshop for the Dune thing because she sent me a Photoshop uh, where it's like the characters from the Big Lebowski in the poster and it's dude instead of Dune. (laughs) Is it as good as mine? No, No. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because it was also not. It was way different. 
Apple yes, different thing. <laughs> um, and she said, "Oh, how nice!" So That's all I need in life yep. is for your mom to say, "Oh, how nice about something I've done." Yep, it's the validation I need. There you go. Get out of here, Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail dot com. Uh, where tell us what you thought about the Batman trailer. Was it a bad trailer that got you excited for the movie a bad trailer a good trailer that didn't get you excited for the movie somewhere in between some other combination of things i'm curious what are other people's reactions um let's see uh next week we'll be talking what you've been up to we'll actually dig into dune a little bit yeah, let you know what we thought about mostly it be a, dune review. a lot of dune stuff i've got one other thing that'll give us some conversation stuff but mostly dune so you got that to look forward to yep probably that's everything i need to say yep JustUsLoserspot at gmail.com. That's the thing. Email your Batman thoughts or Facebook them or Twitter them. Who knows? Something. Something. Tell Get us. It to us in some way. Yep. Five paragraph essays only. Yep. Even on Twitter. <laughs> it's going to be like a haiku. Really up in here, short but... essays. <laughs> or short, uh, short paragraphs. How about this? Five paragraph essays for Facebook and email and haikus on Twitter. Dude, I'd love to get some haikus. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll write a haiku. I like it. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.